Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 75, I believe. That's right. Okay, cool. Um, this is episode 75, and I'm here with Pastor Adam. My I name's Chloe, you know the drill. Um, we're currently in a series about true wisdom versus false wisdom, yes. and how to tell the difference between it. Yep. Um, Focus on the scripture in James 3, 14 through 17. Um, if you have not heard the past two episodes that we've done, highly recommend it um, to just kind of catch up about what this whole idea is about, which obviously you'll be able to catch on if you just listen to this episode by itself, but it would probably be helpful to have like the full idea for sure to help it kind of like stick in your brain how we're holding up these different comparisons. Yeah. And last um, week we hit YOLO, mm-hmm. right? You only live once. We hit that last week as false wisdom in the world and why mm-hmm. that is. And then, of course, what she's referring to is the first episode of the series where we really do a deep dive Mm -hmm. into true wisdom, false wisdom from that scripture and what that really means. And so um, I really dig this. So so what we're hitting is just a common common thing that we've all heard around us and whether or not it's false wisdom or true wisdom. By the way, we're only picking false wisdom ones, so they all fail. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we're getting ready to get to, that's the case. So when we talked through YOLO, that was that was really what we were talking through. Um, but the, the whole idea, the whole premise is obviously there's false wisdom in the world. Obviously there's true wisdom in the world that comes from the Lord. And in that one scripture in James, he gives you a quick little grid to be able to figure out what's true wisdom, what's false wisdom, mm-hmm. right? Real, real easy. Mm-hmm. And so the bottom line is, you can go back and listen to it, but the bottom line is to set us up to today is that false wisdom is earthly. It's focused on the here and the now. It's unspiritual. It's all about your own power. And it's demonic, his word, not mine, demonic, which means you centered, right? So mm-hmm. it's about now. It's about right now. It's about me, all about me. I'm the center and what I can do on my own power, right? Mm-hmm. That is always false wisdom. If it fails one of them, it fails all three. Um, you'll realize that as you look at it. And because usually, usually a false wisdom will fail the first one quickly. You'll notice one real fast. Mm-hmm. And if you just start looking at it a little bit deeper, you realize that you know, it fails all of them. Yeah. Um, and then what we talked about was is the fact that true wisdom, though, would be the antithesis of that. It would be the opposite of it. And so you would have true wisdom is not earthly, it's eternal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's focused on eternity and longer mm-hmm. than just right now, today, or this life. Um, true wisdom is Holy Spirit-led. It's not unspiritual. It's Holy Spirit-led, which means it's about God's power, not about our power. Um, in other words, we get put in our proper place. We are limited. And then true wisdom, obviously, is holy versus being demonic and false wisdom. So in other words, that just means that it's God-centered, right? So holiness would mean that God is the center of all things. And so true wisdom real fast is going to make you focus on eternity things, it's going to not be about your power, and it's going to be about God's power. Right. False wisdom is going to be about you, about what you can do with your power, and about the here and the now, earthly human life. Mm-hmm. Right? That's going to be false wisdom. And so we're just knocking out some of these things that we're hearing today, seeing, because around us all the time, especially with regard to memes and reels and those the phrases stories yes, and TikToks. Uh, TikToks and all this <laughs> random junk um, and even just headlines like even just like news headlines and things like that there is false wisdom all around us 
always has been, of course, but always are all around us. But because of the meme situation, this is the one we're going to get to today. Like, because of the meme type situation, we end up getting a lot of false wisdom from that and we end up sharing it Mm -hmm. because it sounds good. So we're like, oh yeah, I like the way that sounds. And so I throw Mm -hmm. it out there because that's how I want to live my life. Or that, (laughs) that will, um, yeah, I feel that way about this person too. So I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah. I want them to see it. Even though they don't know I'm talking about them, they'll know I'm talking about them um, because I want them to see it. Right. And so, you know, whatever it may be. And so what we're doing is just picking one of these little phrases that we hear nowadays and going, is this false wisdom? Is this true wisdom? So we're picking some of these things and going, through James's grid, biblically speaking, is it false or is it true? Right, and so that's what we're hitting. But is that good? that's a pretty good summary? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. I think so. So let's go through the one today. Chloe's going to set this one up better yes. because this one is more of a the way it's worded is more millennial, <laughs> uh, Gen Z. Which one are you? We I talked about I'm, this before. I think I'm Gen Z. Yeah. I think what? or no, I think I'm a Gen Z, like very beginning, like right. Because I was born in 99. Yeah. So I think that, so to me, what I found is, is that if you take the, if you take the age ranges, like if you Google what's is and it gives you an age range, mm-hmm. don't ever go just specifically by the age range. I think go more by the, um, by the characteristics of that age group okay. of the, what so, they're saying. I think you're more millennial. Yeah. I think I'm a little bit of both. Cause yeah. like Gen Z does some stuff and I'm like, I can get down with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I probably, am if I had to guess from know. time, I would say that the characteristics of when we call people millennials, I think you'd be more millennial than you are Gen Z. Cool. Right. I yeah. think obviously Olivia is Gen Z slash whatever the, the next one is. One is right. <laughs> Gen Z. Z. A? Yeah, yeah, Z. A. I don't know. <laughs> Just keep adding a letter. I don't know. I don't um, know. Valerie, yeah. Valerie and I are clearly Gen X. We're Gen Xers, <laughs> clearly. So you can figure out how old we all are just now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, just, no, we just said that, yeah. Um, anyway, so Chloe, set us up for the day, the false cool. wisdom that we want to look and put through, put through James 3, 14 through 17. Actually, the real right. piece that we're talking about is James 3, 15. Right. Through the grid of false wisdom. So we can debunk this thing and then hopefully see what the real true wisdom root of it would Mm -hmm. be. Like, I hope that we'll say again today, but don't miss. We said this a lot on this last episode. There is a root of true wisdom in all of this because that's the way the whole thing works, right? False wisdom, anything from the enemy, anything that's false wisdom is like a bad counterfeit fake of what God's true is. Mm -hmm. And so you see this all the way back in Genesis and you'll see it kind of walk all the way through to our current lives, is that the enemy takes something that is true and good of God and he distorts it. Yeah. He twists it and makes a, a bad, fake counterfeit that we end all end up buying. And yeah. So hopefully you'll end up, which as we talk through this, we'll end up seeing sort of the root of this one. So give us this one and then tell us what it means. Yeah. So the one for today no is... No pressure. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous <laughs> now. Um, don't cross oceans for someone who wouldn't jump a puddle for you. And with that, like say that again, specific... Say it again. Okay. I'm getting a min- I want to get a mental picture. Okay. Okay. Don't cross oceans for someone who wouldn't jump a puddle for you. All right. So is everybody, we got a mental picture right now. We're yes. picturing like... Someone swimming. I'm going all the way Olympic through the ocean. Swimmer. All the way. Yeah. Across this whole body of water <laughs> to come help you, to save you, to be with you. But you won't even jump across the mud puddle that's no. on the sidewalk. Um 
for me. So I'm not going to help you. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And gotcha. with that specific phrase, I have seen that one being like disputed. Like there was a post that people were sharing for a while about how like, no, like do that because that's what Jesus would do. Mm-hmm. But that general idea of don't do something for someone who wouldn't do it in return for you or um, the idea of, I think yesterday when we were planning this episode and talking about it, I was sharing with you that like the idea of like, if someone's not reaching out to you, if they're not putting in effort mm-hmm. for your friendship, then cut them off. Yep. Like this general idea of like, if you're not getting something from someone or like, you're not liking that not they're not giving, yes, right. if it's not reciprocated, then cut them off. Like you're done with them. Um, I think that we also like people my age tend to throw around the idea of being a toxic person. Oh like, uh, yeah, here we go. Much, I like this. Yeah. Like we throw that around so much and like, we don't, it's not just because someone isn't texting you as much as you would like for them to doesn't make them a toxic person. Right. Just because you have to initiate conversations with someone doesn't make them a toxic person. And there's so many and different little memes that say this kind of same yes, concept. It's right? just that general idea of like, if they're not doing something for me, then like, I'm not going to do something for them or, yeah. you know, that general, people, does that make sense? Your people will always be there for you. Right. And if they're not there for you, then, like you're there for them, then they ain't your people. Right. Right? Or maybe how, about when you're going through something maybe they're going through something too you know i can go on for days about that it just makes me mad but yeah that general idea of like not doing something for someone unless you know it's going to be reciprocated and if they don't reciprocate it then cut them off you're not right so so that to our human side sounds real good yeah right so like this is what we're saying before too false wisdom sounds real good at first because it's like well yeah that's right because yeah. why would I have somebody in my life that I do all this stuff for? They don't do nothing for me, whatever, right. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it, so it kind of sounds good on the surface. But you start digging just a teeny bit on this. And this is always the case with false wisdom. This yeah. is always the case with anything from the enemy because it's counterfeit. The minute you take that little weird brown marker and you walk move, move it across the $100 bill, you know, it doesn't take much for you to scratch the surface and realize this thing's fake. Right. right? And so, like, like me and Chloe were talking about this, and I was like, just w- one quick thought of, ain't that what we do with our parents? <laughs> right? Like, right. like the people that when they only reach out to you when they need something, right? Right? Like that, right. Yeah, exactly. That's what we do with our I parents. mean, don't we do that with our parents? <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't we yeah. basically just go to them when we have a problem or a need for the most part? I right. mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. Or like, you know, I mean. Calling mom is an adult. Calling mom on the phone. Hey, mom, I'm just checking in, see how you're doing. Um, as a young adult, I'd be like, Hey, mom, how you doing? Well, what I'm really calling is, <laughs> right. you know, I need this. I right. need money. I can, you know, what I'm, you know, what I'm saying, right? right? I mean, don't we really do this? And and then scratch a little deeper. Isn't that what we really do with God? Yeah. I mean, if we were all being honest, the amount of times that we pray, like come, you were right. saying, come on, we're typically going, Hey, God. How you doing? Anyway, how anyway, about this thing? Right. Like, I mean, I mean, how, how much of our prayer life is happening when things are good, right? Versus how much of our prayer life is happening when things are bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a couple of people in my life that I know. I just had this conversation recently. I'm working with somebody who is going to be preaching and teaching at one of our campuses. And um, somebody that's going to be teaching and preaching another campus because I'm not going to be there for it. And we always work through the messages and the thoughts and all those kind mm-hmm. of things. And in working through this thought, there's there's one person that I know of recently who might be the only person that I know of currently who has over the last year or two made a specific um, 
you know, on purpose decision to intentional to say, you know what? I spend all my time praying like a beast. And this person's a prayer warrior for things that are wrong. Mm-hmm. And got convicted personally. She's sharing this with me. Got convicted personally that I need to have the same veracity in my prayer when I when things are okay, when things yeah. are good, when things are fine, when there's not some need I need fixed, right? This yeah. idea. Like yeah. like so for most of like so I'm just I'm literally sitting here telling you right now as a pastor that I only know a couple of people who are practicing this well, mm-hmm. right? Including myself, I am not. Most of our prayers are like that, aren't they? Most of our prayers are, yes. we don't reach out unless we need something. Mm-hmm. And we definitely aren't also reciprocal in right. the other way, right? right? But we would, we wouldn't want our parents to be like, you know what? I ain't crossing no oceans for you. You don't cross no puddle for me, right? You know what right. I'm saying? Like, it's so crazy. Right. So quick little scratch on the surface would realize something's wrong with this wisdom, right? right? Something ain't right with this. Right. But it feels good, and we like it because it's kind of self-affirming, mm-hmm. and so we share it, right? And we and we we kind of live by it. But real quick, scratch the surface; it's false. So if we take this thing and throw it through, are we sticking with the oceans puddles? That, that's our that's mm-hmm. our best reference oceans, right here, right? Puddles, yes. Oceans and puddles, right? Yeah. Um, if we stick oceans and puddles mm-hmm. through that grid, through that filter of James three, mm-hmm. um, all right, so. Is it false wisdom? Yes. Is it? <laughs> you should do that on everything. Is it earthly? Is it focused on the here and the now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's definitely thinking about current. Yes. But that one's not our. That That's one's not even out the, main of the one. Out of the three, that one's not the main one. Right. Is it unspiritual? Is it all about you and your own power? Yes. Yes, but harder to answer that one, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Is it you centered? Is it yes, demonic? That's the one that <laughs> sends it down. home. Right. Like the other right. two, I'm like, I don't really know. Like, yeah, that pr- it is, of yeah. course, but like it's more specifically, like, it is so you centered. It's well, the, about what you're getting from someone and what's, you know, what's good for you and not. Total disregard yeah. for um, what God would have you do regardless. Right. Total disregard for what that person would be going through or needing, right? So you said this earlier. So we know right off the bat that we're going to qualify this Ocean's Puddles thing as demonic. Right. Right? Because in demonic meaning, and that's a strong phrase. Right, right. right? It's a strong phrase. It's demonic. In other words, it is is you-centered. Right. Right off the bat, we're going to qualify for that. Um, Because you said earlier, you were like, well, what if they're going through something? Right. You can't. So you have to actually pause and think through it not you not being the center of the universe right right yeah you know it's true i shared with you yesterday and i'll share it again that like the only reason that i was like it's what if they're going through something is because i had a friend that i would like text and all this stuff and we would talk and then like i felt like i was always the one reaching out or like they just didn't want to hang out or something like that and so i started getting to this point like subtly i was like frustrated and i was like they, you know, like you start to think like, well, someone said something about me or like, did I do something? But they just don't want to tell me like all these different things. And you get like mad that they're not, you know, giving what you want them to give at that time. And then like, I finally got together with them and we hung out and they told me like they had really been going through a lot and they were struggling. And I was like, immediately like, like gut check, like, I was making that so about me and actually this entire time I should have been reaching out and asking, you know, like, you know, how are you doing? I should have been noticing that like this person was more withdrawn. Right. And instead I was like, it's about me and they're not wanting to talk to me. And I'm like, 
Yeah, so if you, so you know, I'm realize like, myself. So that's the only reason that I think that now is like if someone if I'm not hearing from someone that I typically hear from or like they're more withdrawn or something like that, check in on them. Don't just assume that like they're not giving me what I need. I'm gonna cut them off. We're gonna lose a lot of good friendships if we follow this advice. Like, yeah, it's bad. It's, yeah. it's just anything you centered. And so, you know, if you take these so that's the big one. Chloe's like that one it fails it, that one it right. fails it. If you go backwards, because it fails because it's you centered, mm-hmm. then it's about you and your power, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it's not spirit led when it's a, you notice yeah, right you notice right then it's not spirit led that means that instead of going this person is not reaching out to me something's wrong and they, obviously I'm trying but it's not working I need to pray for them yeah God give me some insight into what's happening help them something's not right right you're not being led by the spirit to say empathy empathy right you know. Um, or there's a bigger picture here. I think we should any we should always be drawn to the bigger picture. That's why it fails the other one. Mm-hmm. That's why it fails the here and the now thing, right? It's because we are not it's it's all about us and centered here. And so we ain't crossing that ocean because they didn't cross that puddle. Right. right? But then uh I'm not leaning into the spirit's power, so how I can't figure out or know that it's something bigger. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, because I'm not knowing something, I'm not seeing the bigger picture, therefore I'm only focused in the here and the now. That's why it fails them all, yeah. right? But it roots into being the center of it. This is horrible yeah. advice. This is so anti-Jesus. So YOLO that we did last week is anti-Jesus too. Yeah. Because he ain't lived once, he lived twice. Yeah. Right. So there's a shirt. Um, uh, one of our tech team members, um, he works in the background on some of the podcast related stuff too. Um, we call him Boo. On one Easter Sunday, he was playing bass that day on church service. Do you remember this, Chloe? I think and so. And he wore a T-shirt. I'd never seen it before until he wore it. And it said, it was quotes, like somebody saying it. It mm-hmm. said, YOLO, JK, BRB, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, do, I don't know if I saw him that Sunday, but I have seen him wear that shirt before. I it's been a while. I love it. Right? Yeah. You only live once. Just kidding. I'll be right back. Jesus, right? <laughs> so one, YOLO completely fails because... Right. Uh, Jesus doesn't. He dies right. and he lives again. So, right. um, and if we believe that too, then we don't only live once. So myth debunked. Um, but then, like this one, this is this. Don't cross oceans for somebody who wouldn't jump over a puddle for you. So not Jesus. No. So not Jesus. Not at all. Imagine if he had done that with us. Imagine if he had been like, "Well, they're not putting an effort with me. I'm not going to go die on the cross right. for them." He crossed a friggin' ocean, <laughs> right. like he I mean, did, like, and we're barely jumping puddles for him. Right. He could have cut us off. Right. Of but course instead. he does. Yeah. In other words, every. I mean, just think about the concept of that as Christians. Everything we could possibly do, the best we can give, right is filthy rags. Yeah. Right? Think of the greatest spiritual person you know. It's almost always a grandma. Right. Right? And she, the best she can give is filthy rags. And yet, God leaves this place of authority, does not lord it over us, does not use it to his benefit. Right? And then comes down and becomes beneath us. Right. Right? So that we may be alive, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so that we may live, so that we may live abundantly, so that we right. may really walk in true wisdom. And, and it, so it just flies in the face of Jesus altogether. Christians should never, ever repost, we retreat, retreat, treat, treat. treat. <laughs> that's a new social media platform that's coming, treat. Um, that's canned meat, by the way. <laughs> retreat. 
Treat is the best canned meat. Way better than spam. <laughs> Never spam had is salty. Either of Treat is the best, regardless. Anyway, Ew. moving on. I haven't been allowed to have that in like 20 years because Valerie doesn't allow me to eat his stuff because she wants me to live you know, long enough for the kids to be out of the house. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, Christians should never, ever, ever retweet, share, post, push out there this meme of don't do something for somebody who wouldn't do something for you. Right. That's anti-gospel. Right. It is the antithesis of the gospel. Right. We should do stuff for people who won't do stuff for us. We should do stuff for people who can't ever do it for us, but we should do it for people who mm-hmm. won't do it for us. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, love your enemies. That whole phrase, that whole ponds, crows thing, that's creating, an, there's an enemy there. That's saying that this person, I thought they were my friend and I would do all this stuff for them, but they won't do it for me. So they're no longer friend. They're now enemy. Right. And Jesus says, love them. Right. Pursue them. Because why? Because he pursues us when we are enemies of God, right? right? I mean, this thing fails. Christians, you've got to get this out of our thing. We cannot. It's against everything we claim to believe. Everything, everything. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I can't remember what we got coming up in this series, but I can tell you right now, I bet you there's not one that is more anti-gospel than this one right here. Right. This one right here is about as anti-gospel as you can get. Right. It, it, It is going to create an immediate conundrum in your faith. You are an immediate pharisaical hypocrite if you go around touting this idea of I'm not going to do something for them because they won't do it back for me. Mm-hmm. Anti-gospel. And so there is no possible way in any way, shape, or form that this could be true wisdom. This is absolute false wisdom because it's you at the center of it. We do not want this. We need to be the people, especially in this world right now. Because in this world right now, this is what this this is this is this is permeating. Mm-hmm. This idea is permeating politically. Um, you know, like they wouldn't do this, so to hell with them, right? Mm-hmm. This is perm- this is permeating in our relationships, marriages, all these things, right? There's false false things that are saying. You know, your husband, your whoever, your boyfriend won't do these things for you, your wife. And so, you know what? Forget them. Leave them. Let's get it done. Let's get it over with. Oh, my gosh. It's all this is all around us right now. As Christians, we need to create the opposite of this. Yeah. Like we need to do things differently. Jesus says this. You know, he's like, look, you ain't you're not like the pagans. And when he says that, he's not derogatorily referring to some group. He's saying you're not those people who don't know God, who do not don't believe in God. You believe and you know me, and so therefore you do things differently. Mm-hmm. We love our enemies. We do cross puddles. We do lay down our lives, mm-hmm. right? So our call as Christians is to lay down our life like Christ laid down his. Right. Well, he laid down his for enemies. Right. And so we're supposed to do the same thing. Yeah. Right? We should be marked by crossing oceans for people who can't cross or wouldn't cross or fail to cross puddles mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. It should be marked by it. It's true. There's your true wisdom. I think also like there's another side of it where like not another side of it, but there's also like the little um, what's like the note at the bottom of the menu, you know, that has a little star. Oh, the little asterisk. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So like there's like a special note that like obviously there's such a thing as boundaries, and we're not saying yeah, like live you your entire yeah. life exhausting yourself trying to just do everything and not. be everything right. for everybody. There's boundaries. You might be able to articulate this better than I can, yeah. but like, so don't don't like 
wear yourself out completely like just trying to do everything be everything for everybody that's not what we're saying we're just saying like in these situations like it's it's not about you at the end of the day like we feel we all everybody in the world feels like it is about them but it's not like you're not the only person driving on the road trying to get somewhere you're not the only person going through something you know stuff like that i don't know you can articulate that better maybe you know so um you can you we can and should and we are we are we have the ability to because the Holy Spirit living in us to mm-hmm. to have a Christ like mindset, uh, even when it's times where we have to put up a boundary, mm-hmm. but keeping the Christ like mindset. Yeah. So this should not be our mindset, and most of our life should be lived by actually crossing oceans for puddle for people puddle jumping whatever I call it. Anyway, um, but there are times in our lives where we must put up boundaries because that mm-hmm. is an unhealthy situation. That person, it's an unhealthy, like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's not going to Yeah, they're constantly like reaching out to you and they're just taking, taking, yeah, taking, sure, taking sure. every day, you know? And so the act of a boundary is you put up a boundary, you don't put up a wall. Right. Right. And so a boundary, a good idea, a good visual of a boundary is it is a fence with a gate that opens on your side. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the person can't just bow to the boundary, but you can. Mm-hmm. You can open it up when times are appropriate and right, mm-hmm. and you can control when it's shut. Mm-hmm. But that does not take away the mindset. So in other words, you can have a boundary with somebody without writing them off, right? right? We don't write people off. Yeah. Because that that writing people off immediately says, we're judge, we're jury, mm-hmm. right? And now we're in trouble with the gospel. And they're worse than me. Mm-hmm. We're in trouble with the gospel. Yeah. And that God can't change it, God can't do something about it, or mm-hmm. he can't fix this, mm-hmm. right? And so we're supposed to be prayer for those things and all this, but you can absolutely have a boundary for somebody that is in an unhealthy state or the way that you would be helping mm-hmm. would be hurting, right? right? So, you know, absolutely that's the case. But the mindset should not go away. Right. There should still be this mindset of I'm because this one person or these ten people, right, or these five guys that I end up dating, you need to ask yourself why you keep dating the same five type of people, something deeper there. <laughs> but why they keep doing this. And so um because these last three people did this, I'm not gonna ever do something for somebody who can't do something back for me or don't reciprocate those things. Now yeah. we've lost the now we've lost the overall mindset. Now we're in trouble, mm-hmm. right? Now we have bought hook, line, and sinker the false wisdom mm-hmm. of it. Everything has to be reciprocal, mm-hmm. right? And so, just because you have bad experiences that require you to put up boundaries with certain people, doesn't mean we vacate this mindset, right? right. And that's what you're saying. Right. That's, yes. that's what you're, yes. that's it's what you're saying. It's not like either or. It's not like either you have boundaries or you love God. You know, like it's no, like, not it's both. All. It's right. both. <laughs> Absolutely. And and that is biblical and that is uh, demonstrated by Jesus too. You can go mm-hmm. take a look at his life. You will see that there are appropriate boundaries and appropriate places, but then that doesn't take away this uh, mindset that is rooted in the true wisdom of God, mm-hmm. right? And so we don't we don't want these situations that are individual and unique to cause us to, to 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 blame the whole right right and we don't want these ones that have just happened to then say, um, well then true wisdom doesn't exist. You can still walk in a way that is eternity focused, God's power, you know, spirit led, and God at the center with boundaries up in your life with certain people. You don't you know. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. I just said that to Olivia recently, and she was like, Daddy, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Where's the baby, and why is he in the bath? And <laughs> Who <laughs> was, left him there? <laughs> I had to explain it a little bit further. I was like, well, this is what it really means. Right. I get why you don't say that. You right. know, you don't understand what I'm talking about, but that's the right. case. So absolutely correct. 
And we we done some we've done some series in the past on podcasts. I could not give you the references right now because we ain't that good. <laughs> <laughs> our, our podcasting notes are not that hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I but, but we've done some in the past on boundaries in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I think that uh, if you want if if the reason that you're grabbing this piece of false wisdom so much is because you have been hurt significantly by somebody, some group, several people. Mm-hmm. And it's causing you to to buy this false wisdom. Then what you need is to get rooted into the true wisdom of what boundaries look like and mm-hmm. this Christ like mindset. And the absolute best book for that is by uh, Dr. Henry Cloud mm-hmm. and Townsend, which is called Great Boundaries. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. That was the um, first book I read when I started working here at the church, and I phenomenal. was like, I was really like confused by it. I was like, wait, you're telling me I have to tell people no. <laughs> <laughs> Boundaries really by Henry Cloud and Townsend is the it is the foremost authority, the quintessential book on boundaries in psychology and sociology, mm-hmm. and it's Christian. Yes, it's rooted it in is scripture. That good. There's yeah. like a lot of scripture references all throughout. It, it is amazing. Yeah, it's really good. And so you know, you don't let don't let a few experiences, or even maybe a lifetime of experiences. There are people who have experienced this a whole lot. Like right. they, this happened as kids with their with key people, right. and so that's made them develop this sort of "I ain't gonna do something for somebody that won't do something for me." Right. Don't let that false wisdom root in too deep without exploring what the true wisdom of this looks like. Right. Mm-hmm. And the true wisdom is what Chloe just said. That the real root to the bottom of this. The reason this sounds good to us is because it's rooted in some truth. And the truth is, is that. There are times that are right to put up proper boundaries with certain mm-hmm. people, um, but that cannot make you vacate having a Christ-like mindset of, no, Jesus crossed oceans for me yeah. when I couldn't and still can't jump across a puddle for him. Right. And so I'm going to live my life like he modeled it. Yeah, and, it's true. You know, that's, that, that has to be there. Um, yeah. But it, they're, you know, yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't mean to no, take no, you No, you're good. I, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> it's interesting to me, too. I don't know if you planned this to find, like, the truth at the bottom of the no, phrase. No, we didn't plan it but, at all. But, see, I didn't think we had, but no. I was like, maybe he was just that good. But no. as we've been saying it, we've realized there is a truth at the root of Absolutely. it, and which is what makes it sound so good, which takes it back to, like, this is to- these are totally things, like, straight from the enemy because he takes like the truth and he puts a twist on it like he twists the truth ever so slightly and what's the scripture that talks about like he disguises himself as an angel of light so these things that sound good you got you really have to evaluate them to hold them against scripture because you can easily be deceived any of us could easily be deceived absolutely but because there's truth at the bottom of them there is this uh i feel like i've quoted this recently and maybe i'm wrong there is maybe it's on the podcast i have no idea where i say certain things anymore <laughs> um <clears throat> i love christian rap especially there's there's yeah. a there's a genre called theological rap theological hip-hop i love it it's insane <laughs> um and i think it's absolutely amazing there's this guy named shy lynn who does a lot of this stuff i feel like i've mm-hmm. said this recently on the podcast um anyway he has this line where he's talking about false teachers mm-hmm. right and he says they say some things he's talking about false teachers in the church right mm-hmm. and these are going to be a lot of people he actually ends up calling them out by name but regardless mm-hmm. uh, that you see on these are these are celebrity pastors you see, them, not all of them, just some, right? Um, and he says this statement of, uh, they say some things that are true, which proves to you that the enemy comes as an angel of light, mm-hmm. right? 
that there's some truth there that sounds good and it sounds right, so we buy the whole thing, right? right. And what really we've got to do is root down to the truth of it. We didn't plan that at all, right. talking through this. Right. Just, I didn't think so, but I was no. like, maybe you did. <laughs> it just starts to show you. Like, you start to get into why is this false. It's going to lead you into, well, what is true? Right. And then what you're going to see is, is, well, the reason that we like these false wisdom things and we buy them so quickly is because there is this right. truth thing. There's a truth that resonates with from us. It, some yeah. roots that it's rooting from. Right. Right. And that's what we need to get to. Right. That's what we need to find. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that stuff. was great. Wow. That was great. And I totally <laughs> accidental. We had no idea this guy. Oh, well, any other thoughts on that? I don't think so. Cool. Me either. They were good. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that was good stuff. Thank you guys for joining us again today. This series so far is going strong, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, we Me hope too. you are too. Um, be sure to check us out on social media. I think we mentioned it on the first episode of this series, but we do have a graphic that's out there. That is going to have the different um, ways, the different words that we use to describe false wisdom and yes. true wisdom that you can look at. So just like a visual thing for those yeah, of quick you that are grip. visual learners, mm-hmm. it'll help um, you maybe process and understand better what we're talking through here. So be sure to check that out on our Instagram and on our Facebook pages. One good way where that little grid will help. I just don't talk about this now. We should probably should have said it the last three episodes, but we ain't that good. Um a lot of the false wisdom is not we're, – we're drawing ones that we see in culture that are on like memes and social media and stuff that mm-hmm. we see. There is a bunch of false wisdom that has been given to us as children that we have heard from family and friends and moms and dads have mm-hmm. said these things all the time mm-hmm. that we now take as core beliefs like right. cause, because it was said to us as a kid. Having a grid like you were just talking about, a visual mm-hmm. from that verse from James will help you take some stuff like – my dad said this my whole life. Let me stick this through this thing right here mm-hmm. and see if this is true wisdom or if this is something that I've kind of rooted, <laughs> kind of built part of my life on that's false. Yeah. Right? Because like most of our ideas on racism are baked into us as children. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to accept it and walk in it. You know people that are like that mm-hmm. um, until you decide to go hold up. Let right. me see if what I know and what I've been told what I've walked in and grew up in is if that's true wisdom or false wisdom. Yeah. So that, that little grid will help with that. Yeah, absolutely. So be sure to check that out on our Instagram and on our Facebook pages. And we will be back next week with the fourth episode yeah, fourth one. from this series. I think we're going to do the, the um, thought that things are just how they are. They're not going to get better. They're mm-hmm. just things. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. The, yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that sounds it. great. <laughs> All right, so join us again next week, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.